opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Communications, staff, management, or advertisers. Activist Radio is on the air. You have tuned in to the Mark Harrington Show, sponsored by Created Equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders to take on the culture of death and win. You don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. It does come out in one piece. It comes out in one piece. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. And now, here's Mark. Out with the old and in with the new. Out with the old and in with the new. The old Ang Syne song, which nobody knows the words to, but they sing on New Year's Eve. Uh, every single year, we usher in a new year, and we are here. 2020 is uh, ahead of us, and we want to talk about that a little bit today on the Mark Harrington Show. You know, the old Ang Syne song itself like I said, few people know the words. I, for one, kind of mouth it if I'm even up at uh, New Year's. That is 12 midnight on December 31st. But every year around the world, people usher in the new year by singing this song, Old Ang Syne. Now, most people don't know what it means, but it's a Scottish song that's been attributed to this Scottish poet robert burns and it literally means old long sense or for old time's sake and it's kind of essentially talking about the preservation of old friendships uh, and the looking forward to new friendships the recalling of past joys and sorrows and the looking forward to new opportunities in the new year. So that's old ang syne. It literally means for old time's sake. And it's a Scottish uh, poem written by the poet Robert Burns. Guess you didn't know that, I bet, did you? Uh, as far as the words go, like I say, most people don't know what they're singing, but uh, we all sing them anyway, don't we? So anyway, we're ushering in the new year. Out with the old, in with the new. Uh, the scripture talks about that in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, where Paul writes, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. The old has gone, the new is here. And as we turn the page from 2019 to 2020, we think about the old, we reflect on the old, we reflect on the year past, and we look forward to the year ahead of us. We should all be doing that. Of course, we shouldn't do that just on New Year's. We should do that periodically throughout the years and throughout our life. We want to look back at what has been accomplished, uh, good, and also some of the bad things that have happened. And we want to look forward to the new uh, and set our sights to achieving the goals that we set before us. So we're out with the old, in with the new. And 2019 was a crazy year altogether uh, for Created Equal. It was a, a, a crazy year, a very good year for us 
And for our nation, it was a crazy year with this whole impeachment uh, fiasco, of course. Uh, so we want to talk a little bit about 2019, and then I want to talk about 2020, what's ahead of us. So what I want to do is talk about five highlights and lowlights to 2019, five of them. Now, these won't be the same five that everybody else will have. These won't be the same five that any other pro-life organization might have. These are going to be the five highlights or lowlights as it relates to created equal and the work that we do. The first highlight, or in this case, it's really a low light, honestly, was the uh, New York State Legislature passing the so-called Reproductive Health Act. Reproductive Health Act. And if we all recall, this happened early in 2019. And it permitted abortions up to the very moment of birth. And if we recall watching the legislature pass this and as there was an outburst of applause and all of that. And everyone who cares for life was sickened by what they saw. The governor signed it. And this is the most radical pro-abortion piece of legislation ever to be signed into law in American history. It basically permits abortions up to the very moment of birth. Right before the very moment of birth, through the birth canal, New York passed this law that allowed late-term abortions up to the time of birth. And it's kind of set into place a, a cascading of events where other states like Virginia and then Illinois and others began to pass these types of laws in anticipation for the overturning of Roe versus Wade, which many were predicting is going to happen in the near future. So state legislatures like New York and others were trying to get ahead of the curve. So if Roe v. Wade were ever reversed, that that state would be ready to have abortion on demand. And in the case of New York, all the way up until the time of birth. And then we saw what happened in, in Virginia, where the governor, Northam of Virginia, who was caught on audio during a radio interview talking about what he would allow if a baby survived an abortion attempt. And he said that would be up to the mother and the physician to decide. And again, this sent shockwaves across America as the pro-abortion left was exposed for who they really are. And that is abortion on demand up until the very time of birth. And they want your tax dollars to pay for it. Now, this woke us up. It woke up a lot of people in the pro-life movement. Even though we already knew this is what they believed all along, they just came out into the open and articulated it clearly and put it into a statute. But this is what pro-abortion advocates have believed all along. We know it. We're just they're they're just at a place now where they're un, unapologetic about it, and so it, it 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 woke up a lot of people to the to the uh, you know the extreme nature of abortion and the abortion lobby, uh, and so New York and other states were rushing to try to get ahead of the overturning of Roe v. Wade, putting the, into law uh, statutes that would allow abortion up to the time of birth, and then in states like Ohio, my own home state. Uh, we did the opposite. In other words, we were rushing to get passed into law legislation that would ban abortion if 
Roe versus Wade were overturned. And uh, we passed the Ohio heartbeat bill uh, in April of, of 2019. And what I want to do, and I want to play a clip here because I want to go way back in time down nostalgia lane, if you will. When this Ohio heartbeat bill was first introduced in the Ohio legislature, it seems like a lifetime ago. Uh, it was eight years ago, actually nine now, when the Ohio heartbeat bill was first introduced into the Ohio legislature. And at the time, very few of us thought that this was ever going to happen. But I'm going to play this clip, and this is yours truly speaking from the Statehouse steps uh, in uh, 2011, early 2011, introducing the Ohio heartbeat bill. Go ahead and play that clip. We know that through painful experience that freedom is never voluntarily given by the oppressor. It must be demanded by the oppressed. Frankly, I've yet to see a direct action campaign that was well-timed, he said. For years now, I've heard the word, wait, wait. We hear the words wait, don't we? I've heard the words wait. It rings in the ear of every Negro with piercing familiarity. This word He's talking about Dr. King. Almost always means what? Never, never. And that justice too long delayed is justice denied. The word wait rings in the ears of every preborn child in America. And the time is now to do what's right. The time is now to pass this legislation. The time is now to bring this to the House floor for a vote. The time is now to move this over to the Senate. The time is now for the governor to take a position. This time is now. Justice too long delayed is justice denied. All right. Well, there so you go. Uh, kind of prophetic in a way, right? I mean, nine years ago, we introduced the Ohio heartbeat bill into the state legislature here in Ohio. No one in their right mind thought we had a chance. And I referenced Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s letter to the Birmingham jail, letter from the Birmingham jail where he was addressing what he called white moderates, uh, Christians, those, you know, who were moderates on civil rights. And he was talking about how weight never meant, it, it, it meant never. Uh, Dr. King's words uh, apply today when we talk about abortion, uh, because the time is always now to do right. And so I was calling on the legislature to pass the bill. Of course, who knew it was going to take nine years to pass it? But we did. And in 2019, historic, uh, historically, this passed the uh, Ohio legislature and now is before the courts. Uh, we also introduced the Life of Conception Act later in 2019, and we will be reintroducing a substitute bill for that. That bans abortion at the time of conception. It bans all abortions because uh, the Harpy Bill is just a step on the way to banning abortions altogether. We realized the Harpy Bill wasn't everything we wanted, 
but we understood that we needed to chip away in order to get there. And it took nine years to prepare the legislature through a, the hard work of Janet Porter and others to get the Ohio heartbeat bill passed. And now that it's passed, we have now introduced the, the um, Life of Conception Act. And in 2019, the heartbeat laws have now passed in nine states. If you would, Mr. Pre uh, Mr. Producer, put up that graphic. It shows all of the, um, the bills that either are passed. Uh, it's the map of the U.S. Uh, that is passed and uh, shows that nine states have passed the, um, the heartbeat bill, and it's pending in several more. Uh, in fact, it's just been introduced in California, or it's going to be introduced uh, in other states. So nine states have passed it, including Ohio. Uh, six of those happened uh, at the, the first half of the year, and the others just recently. So this is a wave that's taking place across America. Uh, more likely, you're going to see more states pass heartbeat bills and total abortion bans in 2020. We can only hope for that, and we'll be at the forefront of that battle. So we had the New York Reproductive Health Act. That happened in 2019 as a low light, but it woke up many people to the reality of what the other side really wants and represents, which is abortion up to the very moment of birth. And then we had the passage of the Ohio Heartbeat Bill, which started this chain of events where nine of these bills were put into law. Uh, additionally, number three. On our list of top stories for 2019 was Created Equal conducted outreach at five, that is five of the presidential debates. We traveled to uh, Georgia and Houston, Texas. Uh, we traveled to Michigan and then one actually took place in our own hometown here in Columbus, Ohio. So we traveled the country protesting at these presidential debates. Uh, the first one that we went to, I think it was, it was the one in Michigan, in Detroit. And we ran into stiff opposition from the city of Detroit, where the city police, the police department of Detroit, uh, tried to shut down our free speech and censor us. Yours truly and our group of pro-life activists were mistreated, and I was cuffed and almost arrested. And so what I want to do is go ahead and play that clip. This is. Uh, uh, the Create Equal group at the uh, at the uh, protest at the presidential debate in Detroit, Michigan, where we got this close to being arrested. Go ahead and play that clip. So they need to tell him, 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 and him. What, what about that? They're allowed to be. Really? Yeah. I'd like to hear from them. <laughs> really? No, I'm talking to the police. Show me that. I don't need to show you anything. Yeah, you so, do. Listen, I'm the commander. He works for me. That's the lead. We protect. Respect your right to protest. No, you don't. Right, Otherwise, you'd let us stay. Sir, you're going to have to go to the public. You just let us stay. This is really easy. We can do it the easy way or the hard way. We got 10, we got maybe two hours here. We're going to hold our signs peacefully, quietly, protest, and then we're going to leave. Or we're going to do it the hard way. We're going to hold our signs. You're going to arrest us. And then we're going to sue the city and you're going to lose. Which would you like? Which, which would you like? Sir, I'm going to give you a direct order. You can move to the public property. Where is that? Right here? That's public. No, that's public. Two two blocks that way where nobody is, right? There's thousands of people right now. Where the rest of the protesters are, yeah. So the Democrats who are coming in. 
There's I get Republicans it. too. There's counter protesters. There's pro Trumpers. There's pro life. You're not the only pro life people. Surprise, there's more people down there too. We're not there for them. No, they listen though. That's the difference. You notice there's no one doing any type of protest. No, he just got a guy there with signs. See him? He's got a he's got an arrow sign. Oh, oh, I see. If you're in opposition, so it's content based. I get it. Now I get it. It's content based. My words or not? I don't have time. I have a very busy day and I've got to keep a large venue safe. You're either going to comply or not. We're so not any no. threat to anybody. All right, come on. We're not any threat to anybody. You're supposed to give me three warnings. You didn't. I gave you two gave warnings you two, down there. And he's giving you one. Well, that was a different area. Yeah, this is this is clearly outside of your to, prominent uh, area. Officers down here. Right here okay, listen, guys. Hold on, hold, hold on. Let no, me no, tell no, my no, people no, no, if no, they no. want to get arrested or not. Do you guys... Anybody? This isn't Burger King, dude. Okay. No. This is, you had your chance, you had an opportunity. Now. Guys, go go ahead, leave the property. Leave the property. Leave the property. Would you like to join them? Leave Would the you like to join them? Here's Are you letting me go? Will you like to join them? If you're going to arrest me. Are you going me? to walk away and go where we told We're everyone else to go? We're not allowing. You've got a constitutional right to do it. What I'm saying is you can't do it here, and this is a sterile area. I can't have a Boston bombing. I can't have these things. Oh, come on. No, sir. All right, all right, all right. I'll, we'll walk. We'll walk. Come on. We'll walk. Thank you. All right, you can end it there. <laughs> uh, it's it, you know I can laugh at it now, but at the time it was uh, pretty stressful. So just to recap what happened there, of course we went to every presidential debate. We never ran into any kinds of problems except in Detroit, Michigan, which kind of makes sense, right? It's 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 a liberal state, liberal government, liberal you know city government. Uh, and they created this so-called secure area that was, you know, blocks away from the Fox Theater where no one, including ourselves and especially ourselves, were not allowed to protest. We weren't even able to get anywhere near the Fox Theater. And the First Amendment is pretty clear. You know, we have the right to peaceful assembly, uh, being on public property, all of that. Uh, but we also have the right to reach the very people that we intend to reach and that the government can't put any undue burden on speech. Uh, they can restrict based on time, place and manner. We get that. So to some degree, they have, you know, the, the, the ability or the right to, to restrain the area in which we can protest. But they can't keep us so far out of the picture that we can't reach anybody. And that's what they did here. And the truth of the matter is, when we were, when we, the threat of arrest arose, we were outside of the protected area. We were outside the secure area. So we should have been allowed to be there. It doesn't matter. The, uh, the city police overreached and threatened arrest. And that's enough to chill speech. So uh, we at Created Equal are suing the city of Detroit, and that's ongoing. And as we go into 2020, we will be going to more of these debates. We'll be going to the primary states. We'll be going to the Democrat and Republican national conventions. We'll go to the presidential debates in, in the fall. And we need to teach these cities a lesson that if they're going to do this, if they're going to crush our free speech, they are going to get sued. And that's one reason why I agreed to the lawsuit. Normally, we would just walk and, you know, move on and, and just take our lessons learned and move on. But in some cases, you got to stand up, you got to fight back and you got to protect our legal rights to free speech because social reform 
without free speech, social reform just cannot happen. Uh, if the government shuts it down, there's really no chance for redress of grievances. So that's why we're suing the city of the P Detroit. Uh, so we have uh, number one uh, of the five stories of 2019 was the New York Reproductive Health Act that was passed into law, allowing abortion up to the very moment of birth. We have the passage of the Ohio heartbeat bill and then the dominoes in nine other states that passed soon after and the introduction of the Life of Conception Act, which we are now going to introduce a substitute bill to deal with some of the technicalities that need to be removed from the bill. You're going to be seeing more of that in 2020. And then number four, the increase in free speech censorship. Now, you saw that protest in Detroit. You saw the, the police overstepping their legal rights to uh, protect uh, the venue, so to speak. But we are seeing free speech being crushed all across the country, especially pro-life speech on college campuses and elsewhere. Many of these things are leading to violent acts against anti-abortion advocates. Uh, Life News, for example, has documented all of these on their website. And if you go to uh, my Facebook page, you can actually see these listed on the page, further down on the page. They're all listed there. Uh, many of these took place in 2019. And we're unfortunately in an environment now where abortion advocates have been given permission virtually to disrupt, censor, and sometimes uh, vandalize and act violently against pro-life activists. This has happened all across the country. It happened to us several times in 2019, and it happened uh, most notably at the University of North Carolina, where one of our colleagues here, Austin Beigel, was actually assaulted, punched by a pro-abortion advocate, and that made national news, and Austin appeared on Fox News and so forth. But it just kind of shows, it highlights the truth of the matter, and that is that free speech censorship on college campuses is increasing, and it's something that we've got to, to fight back on. Uh, number five, as far as the five notables on 2019, the five top stories, is the, uh, the numbers here in Ohio, our home base. Uh, abortions have hit a 46-year low. That's the lowest since 1973. And there are, uh, uh, we are down from uh, the abortion centers. We had 14 abortion centers in 2013. We are down to seven in 2019. And hopefully we're going to see that number continue to decrease. So our goal, part of our goal, is to uh, make Ohio an abortion-free state by 2025. That is our goal. And we are on our way. Uh, we passed the Ohio Heartbeat Bill. We have introduced the Life of Conception Act. We're seeing abortions decrease in the state of Ohio markedly since 1973. And we're looking at abortion centers closing. So those are the five top stories of 2019. And as we look to 2020, folks, just let me tell you this. We're going to continue on with the work. We've got a huge year ahead of us. Uh, you know, I always say it seems that every four years, it's going to be the biggest election that America's ever faced. And I'm going to say it again. 2020 is the most important, consequential election that we have ever faced in America. 
Uh, and, and so Created Equal will be at the forefront of that uh, battle. Uh, we will be at the forefront in voter education with our vote anti-abortion campaign using our billboard trucks, our airplanes with tow banners behind them, our jumbotrons. Uh, we will be taking those to all the major venues regarding the 2020 campaign. Uh, we use these uh, all over the country at primaries. We're going to go to some of the primary states. We'll be continuing to go to the presidential debates. We'll be at the conventions. Anywhere where there's a political event, uh, mostly the presidential campaign, we'll be there to exhort folks to vote anti-abortion. That is to make abortion the preeminent issue in the 2019 election cycle. Uh, because it really is. I mean, America is on the precipice of destruction if we continue to kill our children at this rate. And folks, let me just speak to those in the audience that call the name of Christ, that claim the name of Christ. This is the year. If there wasn't a year before it where you got involved, this is the year to get involved. Join us. Go to createdequal.org to find out more. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil, evil plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808, 614-269-7808, or go online to createdequal.net, createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to The Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.